This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Welcome to God, Goals, and Girl Talk, where we discuss living in the culture while living for the kingdom. Join in as we discuss how God's word applies to our lives in relationships, careers, and fulfilling our purpose. Girl, let's talk. Here's your host, Sharla Walker. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of God, Goals, and Girl Talk. I pray that you all had a great holiday weekend and a great week um last week my husband took me for a sabbatical weekend and it was the rest that i never knew that i needed i am so just grateful for his love and his leadership in our home like when he first told me that i would have to like wrap everything up with school work the podcast no like computers or nothing i will definitely admit i was like uh wait uh, how am I supposed to do that? But <laughs> when I tell you, like, there is something so blessed about resting and knowing that everything is, like, good. Um, he did allow me to bring my computer in the event of an emergency, but um, I did not have to open it and had no desire to. So praise God for that. Um, it is just truly a testament that, like, rest is so important to us as believers. Um, I was feeling so great and well-rested um, this past week, but... I would be lying if I told y'all that this week was not a struggle. Um, I definitely have been seeking God on the best way to address the just the sin and the pandemic of racism in the United States. Um, and as I seek his wisdom, I will continue to study because I just want to ensure that when I talk to y'all about this, that I'm holy, like Holy Spirit filled and led and it's not just me coming out my flesh. Um, because she be out here sometimes too, my flesh. So just please believe though that we are going to talk about this whole situation with George Floyd and Amy Cooper. And if y'all follow me on my private, on my uh, like, on my not private, but not the Hearts Over Habits Instagram. But anybody who follows me on Instagram that's connected with me, like, get sis has been out here spreading some knowledge. But. Um, when I talk on this platform about it, I just really need to seek God and make sure that my heart is in the right place um, to be able to have a conversation that is, that's going to be a blessed one, right? That's going to be 
Um, thus said the Lord and not thus said Charlotte because ain't nobody got time for that for real. Um, but it has been such a rough week and you know it definitely is a testament to the need for us to be studying the armor of God at this time when we see the things of the world happening. Um, and I just, you know, I just, my heart just, oh Jesus, <laughs> right? Like George Floyd and you know, his family, I, you know, my prayers are definitely with them and just with our country and just asking God, like at one point I was like, Jesus, just come get your kids. Cause, uh, <laughs> um, it's just been so rough, man. Um, but shout out to everybody who is taking part in our Armor of God Bible study. It has really been um, a blessing in our online community. And I just look forward to seeing all that God is going to, you know, do for us and all that he has for us in this season as we prepare to fully walk in the strength that God has provided for us. And it's definitely not too late to join. Um, you can hop into our Facebook community. All of the replays are being posted there. Um, and it's, you know, it's really been a blessing. So don't feel like it's too late for you to join. Come in, go back, watch the replays, child. Get your life, okay? Um, starting in the next month or so, we are going to be doing corporate devotionals through the Bible app. And I'm so excited to have the ability to do, to do this with you guys. Um, and more information about that will be in our Facebook community as we continue. And then I want you guys to be sure to complete the podcast survey so you can get your free digital copy of the Check God's Resume Journal. Um, please be sure to rate and subscribe to the show so that you never, ever miss an episode and we're able to share girl time with everybody else, show, okay? So, like I said, over the past couple weeks, we have really been digging into um, putting on the whole armor of God, right? So we discussed each element. Um, of our armor at length that we have a better understanding just of the tools that our father provides for us um, and if you missed any other episodes please go back and listen because there were some major gems dropped um, the Holy Spirit was really really moving through me over these past couple of weeks like there was some stuff that I was like okay Holy Spirit you better um, <laughs> but this week we are going to be talking about the ways that our armor can malfunction if it is abused or worn incorrectly. And so it's, you know, this episode, I'm calling it The Breach. Um, not The Beach, where I would like to be, but The Breach with an R. <laughs> so y'all know anytime I come to talk to y'all, I have a definition. So the word breach has so many good meanings, right? And so um, there were three that I saw that I were like, oh, this is so good. Um, a breach is a violation of a standard, obligation, law, or a tie. It's also a broken, ruptured, or torn condition or an area. And the word breach is related to other words such as transgression, offend, and breach. So now understand if there is a broken or torn piece in your armor that it's not as effective, right? So imagine being a soldier. Um, if you're out in the middle of war and battle and you have a giant hole in the middle of your breastplate like how effective would that breastplate be it's not it's not going to be effective you're going to be vulnerable and you're going to be wide open for attack in that area and we know that the breastplate covers our heart right and in the same way many of us are walking around with a bullseye for the enemy's target practice because we have a breach 
in our armor. So let's stay focused on the breastplate, okay? So we know that the breastplate covers our vital organs, mainly our heart, um, but the breastplate of righteousness is so important as a believer, um, and it's the place where a lot of breaches occur, right? Like many a breaches, many breaches that happen in our walk come from our heart. And so there are so many different things that we allow to attack our armor, carelessness, unbelief, abusing God's grace, disobedience, unforgiveness, tolerance of sin, self-righteousness, um, and not spending time with God all cause damage to our armor um, or it has us take our armor completely off. If you're not spending time with God, you just out here naked, child, how? No, unacceptable. <laughs> so today's episode, we are gonna be talking about carelessness, unbelief, disobedience, unforgiveness, and tolerance of sin. Um, we're gonna explore these areas a little bit deeper and we're going to just evaluate some practical things that we can do to ensure that there isn't a breach in our, you know, in our armor. I really feel like all of this is really important. And I will say this is that, um, especially when it comes to like us being self-righteous, our righteousness is but filthy rags. The Bible makes it very clear. So you always have room to grow and you want to make sure that when you're coming to people and you're correcting them that you're doing so in love, that you're Holy Spirit led, and that you're not up on this high horse. Um, it is so important that you are not glorifying yourself, that you're glorifying God. And then with spending time with God, you really, you make time for what's important to you. Okay, so my alarm clock is set for like 4.30, anywhere from 4.30 to 4.50, depending on the day, child, in the morning, because I need to make sure that I have time to spend with God. No excuses. People are more faithful with going to the gym than they are to spend time with the God that wakes them up and gives them the ability to go to the gym. And so I'm not saying that to be callous. I'm saying that, that your body can look great, sis, you can have abs, but if you don't have your spirit life together, you're out here dead in the spirit and that's eternity so it is really important that we discuss every area i really want to be able to explore self-righteousness and spending time with god in an extended episode so that's why we're not going to address them in full length today but y'all just know that it's coming okay okay Hey guys, it's your girl, Sharla Walker, the host of God, Goals, and Girl Talk. I am here to talk to you today about starting your own podcast. If you want to start your own podcast, I'm going to share my podcasting secrets with you. I use a program called Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it is the easiest way for you to make a podcast. First off, it is free 99, costs you no money at all. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple, Google Play, Stitcher, and many more platforms. You can make money with your podcast, getting your coins with no minimum listenership. It is everything that you need to make a podcast in one 
place. So if you are wanting to do something new in 2020, you want your voice to be heard, you want to start a podcast, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Now let's get back to the show. So let's talk about carelessness. So we are active participants in spiritual warfare, right? Like, have you ever heard the saying that you may have won the battle, but not the war? Right? That's what they say, right? Okay. Anyway, um, thankfully for us, um, through the work of Jesus Christ, we have the victory in the end. But many of us still walk around like we are defeated. Like, how, Sway? Like, because... I really feel like that position that we have of defeat is because we've taken our eyes off of the prize. And although the devil is a defeated foe, he just would love nothing more but to keep us distracted and discombobulated here on earth. And I said discombobulated, child. (laughs) Peter warns us about this, though. And it's important that you continually be on the watch and on the lookout for the schemes of the devil. So in 1 Peter 5, um, 8 through 9, I'm reading from the New New Living Translation. It tells us, stay alert. Watch out for your great enemy, the devil. He prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Stand firm against him and be strong in your faith. The devil is literally walking around looking for someone to devour. Like you and me. Like he is looking for someone that he can chew them up and spit them out. Um, And he's walking around, you know, looking for prey. And a lot of times we fall right into the traps. And so you're not to be afraid, but you can't be out here getting caught slipping, child. Like it's important, right? So like we're not afraid. Being being careful and being cautious and being vigilant is different than being afraid. When you drive a car, you have to be cautious and be aware of what other people are doing on the road, but you're not afraid. You're driving. You're going through. You're taking this path. You're on it. You're, but you also make sure that there's gas in the car, that your seatbelt works, that the things are, are working in order because you want to make sure that you make it safely to your destination. And so you do those things carefully, ensuring that you know, you're carrying precious cargo, whether it's just yourself or you have others in the car. And so I think that it's so important that you're not afraid, but you ain't out here caught slipping, child. Okay. I had to really look at this because I'm like, okay, he's a roaring lion. Like, why would, why would, you know, Peter compare him to a roaring lion? Like, what does that even mean? And so I had to do some studying on lions, child. I be out here, okay, not talking about Simba Mufasa. I'm talking about like real lions. But I love Lion King, and I digress. So lions, <laughs> lions roar um, in an attempt to show power and as a warning. And while lions' roars can be intimidating in and of itself, it's not dangerous. Like no one has ever died because a lion roar. Like let's be for real, child. Like no one's like, oh man, death by lion roar. That's not how it happens. However. If you become paralyzed with fear when you hear that sound, now you're in a position where you can be devoured because you're not making any moves, right? It is actually really fascinating when you study lions that lions never roar when they're looking to kill. They are silent. 
Like they stalk their prey. Um, I don't know if y'all watch Nat Geo, but I do. And maybe I heard, and it's the women lions. Okay, ladies, we be out here. Um, the, the women, uh, the female lions, they stalk their prey and they're quiet. And so we know that the enemy does not have the ability to kill us. Like we have the victory, but we will allow ourselves to be paralyzed um, because he makes a bunch of noise. And we cannot do that. Are you going to continue to allow yourself to be paralyzed with fear over some noise? Or are you going to stand firm on your faith? One way that we can be really careless in the spirit, I feel like, is to um, not have the ability or fail to discern or recognize when we're being tempted by the devil. And you give yourself more credit than you actually should have, right? So like, if you struggle with drugs, alcohol, um, sexual sin, it would be careless for you to put yourself in those situations. And you know the devil is out here lurking, child. You are not that strong, sis. Like, you know that you try not to drink and you meet your friends at a bar. Come on now. Because it goes from you not having a drink to, oh, girl, come on, just have one. What's one shot? And the next thing you know, you out here shwasted. Stop it. Jesus has given us the victory in that area, but you do not want to be careless and thinking that you no longer have to be on guard. So like, praise God, you've been sober for however many, you know, days, months, years, hours, because especially with something like sobriety, that's something that's a continual struggle. You're always a recovering addict. You're always recovering from something. So thank God that he's giving you the victory, but you are wasting your time if you think that you no longer have to be on guard. Like, I tell y'all all the time, like, my mouth has been an area of great victory, and to God be the glory. However, I still do not consume or watch things that have a ton of cussing. Um, it just would be careless of me to think that I'm so good in an area, and I take my armor off, and now I'm feeling vulnerable. Like, how crazy would somebody look if they was in the middle of a full-fledged battle, and they was like, you know what? Let me just take this old armor off. <laughs> like, oh, we're good. Let me, let me just take off. I'm going to take off this breastplate, these shoes, this helmet. I don't need this belt. Like, you'll be like, are you crazy? <laughs> but that's how, that's how a lot of us look in the spirit. Like, we continue to, to have, like, to not have boundaries. And we are continuing to allow the the noise of the world to paralyze us and you are stuck but you need to instead of feeling like you're defeated you need to use that as a reminder that we need to lean in on God when the devil gets loud that you need to that you need to make sure that you suited and booted even more when the devil gets loud he is coming after your faith and belief Right, but he's a lion, but he don't have no teeth. He cannot kill you unless you allow it. And so it is so important that you continue to be careful. Don't be sorry, sis, be careful, <laughs> okay? Like you need to make sure that you are doing things and you are being intentional. It's not that you can't, you know, you can't enjoy life and you can't relax, but you have to be intentional. Like, I still have friends. We can go and do things. Like, we did a drive-through safari. 
um, over the weekend, and we were safe, okay? Like, there was only people, like, you know, like, we were safe. We weren't sinning. <laughs> it, it was a good time. We had a great time. And you can have fun and relax and not be out here drinking, smoking, or, you know, leaving yourself open and vulnerable for an attack. The devil also wants to come after your faith and your belief in God. Unbelief will separate you from God. It is so important that you do not allow what you see in the physical to turn you away from God. Hebrews 3 and 12 tells us this. We know in Hebrews 11 and 1, it tells us that faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. But in Hebrews 3 and 12, it tells us to be careful then, dear brothers and sisters, make sure that your own hearts are not evil and unbelieving, turning you away from the living God. Does this mean that you're separated from God in our moments of doubt? No. But there's a difference between believers and those who are not believers. Um, and it, it is the, the difference is that we know that our help comes from the Lord. So even though we may be struggling in an area where we struggle with our faith, when we struggle with, um, you know, remaining consistent, we know that we can ask God for more help, for more wisdom, and he will provide it because that's his will for our life. He gives us things as it lines up with his will. And so his will is for us to live um, in faith and to continue to go from faith to faith and glory to glory. So when we ask him to increase our faith, that he'll continue to do it. When we struggle with sin, we ask God for direction and strength so we can be obedient. And we know that he'll supply because that we're seeking things. We're seeking his kingdom to be obedient, to be a servant of his is, to, is seeking his kingdom. So we know that we're going to get it right? So believers know that we are continually reliant on our Father. It's when we feel like we can do things without God and in our own strength and when we're, you know, we out here because we just so bad. No, sis. No. All of us are a level of raggedy in these streets, okay? Some more than others, but we are constantly leaning on God so that he can continue to prune us and grow us and you know we're the we're the clay and he's the potter he's continuing to mold us in his image and in his likeness and that's what i love so much about god is that he continues to give us that but only believers seek god and not other things um, when we're looking for that okay i'm not out here trying to get no insight from some daggone crystals that's witchcraft no not out here trying to get insight from some astrology. Also witchcraft. Uh -uh. <laughs> no. I don't need sage to sage my house when I feel like the devil is coming after me. If you don't throw sage belongs in pasta sauce. Okay? That's where sage belongs. The Holy Spirit, Jesus, the blood of Jesus does not need help kicking spirits out. He's good all by himself, child. That is witchcraft. I, I. Okay? Now, I don't know who needed that because that definitely was not in my notes. But just know, if you're doing any of the other things besides seeking God to get help in all of your areas, okay, we know that, he, that our help comes from the Lord. Then you're struggling with unbelief. 
He don't need nothing extra. Jesus and sage. Like, he don't need none of that. <laughs> the blood of Jesus. You better get some oil and anoint your doorpost with oil and plead the blood of Jesus and rebuke them spirits in the, in the name of Jesus. You don't need nothing else. If you feel like you need anything else besides God, you are struggling with unbelief and your armor is falling apart, bae. Okay? I said what I said, child. of the God Goals and Girl Talk podcast is brought to you by Hearts Over Habits, Inc. Hearts Over Habits is a 501c3 nonprofit organization aimed to provide mentoring and life skills to young women ages 14 to 24. Our program is designed to educate and empower young women to fulfill their God-given purpose in life. We have a community, online academy, and evidence-based mentoring to ensure that our participants are provided with the foundation necessary to succeed in today's society. If you are interested in enrolling or becoming a participant, please visit our website at www.heartsoverhabits.org. Now let's get back to the show. Okay, so let's talk about disobedience really quick. Y'all already know I go in when it comes to obeying the word of God. Disobedience, like, is poison (laughs) to your spirit. Um, You are not going to receive all that God has for you being disobedient. That's just plain and simple. And disobedience can cause, you know, delay. It can cause death. And if you have not already, please go back and listen to our Obedience Over Sacrifice episode. Like, I talk about disobedience in depth. And I just... I don't want to take up all the time on this episode discussing it because there's a whole 45 minutes that you need to get so you can catch that in your spirit. I did the woe when I said that. So just know that that's what that click was about. Um, (laughs) I will state though that delayed obedience is still disobedience. If you grew up in a house like mine, you did what your mama and daddy asked you to do when they asked you to do it. Anything outside of that, you was in trouble because you were being disobedient. You didn't have to go and get 15 confirmations from your sister to find out if mama really told you to wash them dishes or whatnot. Like, don't do that. You would not do that with your physical parents. Don't do it with God. You have to spend enough time with him where you know and you understand his voice and when a command comes from him, right? Like, the Bible tells us, that his sheep follow his voice and the voice of a stranger you will not follow. So you need to spend enough time with him so you really understand God's voice. And so that way when he tells you to move, you move, okay? There are times when he does not need for you to have an audience and it's unnecessary for you to have an audience. You just need to do what he said to do. There are gonna be some things that God tells you to do and you need to do them without somebody hand clapping you, patting you on your back or telling you that's what you need to do. Do what God said, okay? I love y'all. We're gonna move on to unforgiveness. Go back and listen to Obedience Over Sacrifice. It will bless you because I struggled with it and to get when I caught that in my, let me tell y'all, 
It'll bless you. Now, unforgiveness is so dangerous also. Um, and the more that I studied this, I really was like, yo, like, we cannot be out here playing games being unforgiving. You know, even in the in the state that our country is in right now, like, we cannot be unforgiving because, no. <laughs> like, when you are... Are you, when you are holding on to grudges, when you are um, being unforgiving, it it puts us in danger because we're outside of God's protection. Um, unforgiveness results in our like in our spiritual death, right? Harboring unforgiveness is a tactic that the devil uses for us. Like he wants us to be so caught up in being offended. And there's a really good book, and the name of it escapes me right now, that my husband was reading. Um, and it talks about how the devil looks to use offense for um, the intent of keeping us not forgiving. And it was like an entire book. It was phenomenal. But I can't remember the name of it. But it'll be in the show notes. But, um, you know, this is a tactic that the devil uses. And in Matthew 6, 14 through 15, it tells us, it says, in prayer, there is a connection between what God does and what you do. You can't get forgiveness from God, for instance, without also forgiving others. If you refuse to do your part, you cut yourself off from God's part. Now, this isn't anybody else. It didn't say that the person that hurt you cuts you off from God's part. It doesn't say that the devil cuts you off from God's part. If you make the decision to not forgive someone, you are cutting yourself off from God. You're making that decision. And, you know, using unforgiveness is not a new tactic. There was a, um, there's a scripture in 2 Corinthians where Paul is talking to the church of Corinth about unforgiveness when they had someone that committed a transgression in the church. In um, 2 Corinthians 10 through 11, it says, when you forgive this man, I forgive him too. And when I forgive whatever needs to be forgiven, I do so with Christ's authority for your benefit so that Satan will not outsmart us for we are familiar with his evil schemes. Unforgiveness is a scheme of the devil. Unforgiveness hinders our communication with God. In Mark 11, we're told that before we even pray, we need to forgive others. Okay? Like, I'm not trying to give unforgiveness the ability to deactivate the power of my prayers. I'm not trying to forgive the person who offended me the ability, like they basically handed me the scissors so I can cut the umbilical cord between me and God because I'm refusing to be um, to be forgiving and have the heart of God. Uh-uh. Ain't nobody got time for that, child. So in Mark 11, 22-25, um, you know, the Bible discusses our power that we have and then also tells us how unforgiveness will strip us of that. And so I'm reading from the Message Bible and it says, Embrace this God life. Really embrace it. And nothing will be too much for you. This mountain, for instance, just say, jump in the lake, no shuffling or shilly-shallying, and it will be as good as done. That's why I urge you to pray for absolutely everything, ranging from small to large. Include everything as you embrace this God life, and you'll get God's everything. And when you assume the posture of prayer, remember that it's not all asking. If you have anything against someone, forgive. Only then will your heavenly father be inclined to also wipe your slate clean of sins. 
That to me is so deep. And that was Jesus talking, right? You talk about if you have the faith of a mustard seed, you can move mountains. You can tell the mountains to move and it'll move, but not if you're not out here being forgiven. <laughs> you're disconnected. You cannot expect God to wipe your slate clean of the things that you've done and you don't feel like you can offer that same grace to somebody else. I know, sis, that they hurt you. I know it wasn't your fault. But forgiveness makes you stronger. It does not make you weak. Furthermore, forgiveness is not a get out of jail free card. I feel like people feel like um, that if you forgive somebody that you like like you're giving them a pass and that's not what it is please understand that forgiveness is simply letting the situation and the person go so that god can come in and heal those areas in your life right so if you're holding every offense right like let's say they're all rocks and you're holding them and you're holding them and you won't let any of them go eventually you're going to be weighed down and the weight of it will kill you and it's going to suffocate you Forgiveness does not mean that there are no consequences. I love that. I would say that forgiveness is not void of consequence. Forgiveness does not mean that there are no consequences. And it does not mean that there will be reconciliation in the sense of what we think, right? So if you had a friend of yours that slept with a guy that you, you know, your boyfriend, you have to forgive them both. That does not mean that you go back in a relationship with the raggedy boy and you go back in a relationship with the raggedy friend. No. That means you forgive them, you let them go, you allow God to heal you in that area so you don't carry those things over into the next relationship. But that does not mean, you you know, you're not out here um, smearing their name, this, this, and that. You deal with it and you continue to allow God to heal you. Forgiveness simply means that you release that resentment and the claim to be able to retaliate. I bet y'all thought y'all was going to get through that whole segment without a definition, huh? Nope. Forgiveness means that you release them from resentment and you release the claim of feeling like you should be able to retaliate. That's all it means. Nowhere in the definition does it say that you sing Kumbaya Nowhere in the definition does it say that that's your best friend and that's your best friend. Nowhere in there does it say that. It does not mean that you have to hold their hands and walk down the beach. None of that. But you give God the opportunity to come in and heal you. You grow from that situation. And you continue to, to leave yourself um, open to God's blessings. And you continue to stay connected to God because you're forgiving. I have this equation um, that I use and it really blesses me. It's Jesus plus forgiveness plus boundaries equal peace. Okay? Jesus plus forgiveness plus boundaries equal peace. Forgiveness keeps me secure in the arms of God and it keeps my armor intact.
God's Resume is a personal reflection journal that challenges you to build God's resume in your life. Do you often feel like signs and wonders do not occur in your life? Are you feeling like you're in an impossible season? Sus, no, it is time for you to check God's resume. His goodness and his miracles are all over your life. He has been doing this. I had such an amazing time developing this journal and God reminded me of so many times where he has kept me. And if you are looking for a great tool to improve your posture of gratitude and just to learn more about the character of God, this journal is for you. It's available on Amazon and it makes for a great gift and it's great for a Bible group study tool too. Now, I want you to get this journal. Like I said, it is phenomenal. It's over 200 pages. There's guided study. Um, you learn about the different names and character of God and you literally go through and build his resume from his personal information all the way down to his accolades and awards just like you would build your own resume it is so cool it's so fun and God just really reminded me of all of the crazy situations that I found myself in where he had his hand on my life y'all he been out here saving us, okay? Get the journal, get in a position and a posture of gratitude. I pray that it blesses you. You need to get it. Now let's get back to the show. Okay, so let's discuss the tolerance of sin really briefly. We know that God hates sin. How do we know that? Because in Proverbs 6, 16 through 19, it discusses the six or seven things that God hates. It says, here are six things that God hates and one more that he loves with a passion. Eyes that are arrogant, a tongue that lies, hands that murder the innocent, a heart that hatches evil plots, feet that race down a wicked track, a mouth that lies under oath, a troublemaker in the family. So we know that he's not here for the shenanigans. And let's just please note that your mouth is very important because lying on here was twice. Don't be out here lying, okay? You have to also take note too that your inaction is an action. So your ability to not act, you choosing not to do something is, is an action still. To tolerate means that you allow Something to be done without prohibition or hindrance. So words similar to tolerate include allow, permit, and suffer. Like, I'm not telling you to go out here and be pointing out everybody's sins and becoming self-righteous, right? We talked about that. Like, that also brings breach to your armor. However, like, let's say, okay, let's say, for example, you were around a group of people um, that were gossiping. You have two options, well, three. You stay and say nothing. Just because you're not necessarily gossiping about the person, you're still sitting around there. You're tolerating it. So your inaction is an action. You're tolerating the sin. You can either change the subject or you can leave, right? This makes it clear to the other people that you will not tolerate or engage in the sin and this doesn't mean that you holier than now 
Um, but it allows you to have boundaries, right? And people may come to you like, oh, you acting brand new. Just please quickly remind them that you are a new creature in Christ. Boom. Okay? I am. I am brand new. All right? <laughs> I'm brand new because I'm a new creature in Christ. So, you know, this also, you know, the opportunity when you create that boundary, you have an opportunity to spark a discussion between you and the people who are gossiping, right? Like, let's say, okay, you offer a solution. And this is where you're really going to be able to see people's heart. Okay, so instead of y'all talking about homegirl shoes, how about we all put $10 together and we get her a gift card to DSW? And if there's crickets, oh, girl, I ain't doing that. Then you know where their heart is. Right? Then you know, okay, maybe I need to change my circle. Because you know where their heart is. You are either a part of the solution or you're a part of the problem, whether you're actively engaging in it or not. And that can really say a lot about what we have going on in our country right now. There are people that are either part of the solution or they're part of the problem. There is no, you're not straddling the fence on this. God hates sin. Hands that murder the innocent. Knees that murder the innocent. You're either part of your inaction is an action. I'm going to leave that at that. You do not want to allow you tolerating sin, especially if it's somebody else's sin, to cause or, or leave a breach in your armor. If you are struggling in an area, you need to ask people to hold you accountable. You need to consistently pray for wisdom, ask the Holy Spirit to lead you. Like you do not have time to be messing around and allow yourselves being caught up with the wrong people. The Bible tells us that, you know, that bad company corrupts good character. You ain't got time for that. We are at war. Our armor is so important. And we have to protect it by any means necessary. So that means disconnecting from traditions, disconnecting from your friends that you've known your whole life, disconnecting from what your mama and them said, right? I don't care that your mama said that all black people were nasty and this and that. You need to disconnect yourself from that because we're all made in God's image. God created us too. So if you hate, if you hate us, you hate, don't get me started. You hate God. You hate his, you can't love God and hate his creation. They don't mix. So I don't care what your family says. You need to disconnect from that. That's a breach in your armor. I don't care that you've known this friend your whole life. If you need to disconnect from that, that's a breach in your armor. I don't care, um, you know, oh, this is just the way that I am. Okay, stop telling people like, oh, I'm a Leo, so we bossy. No, sis, you choosing to be bossy, you choosing to be rude, and that astrology mess is witchcraft. That is not your identity. Okay? The only identity I'm rocking is a child of God. Stop playing. We do not have time for us to allow the devil to use these things to create cracks and breaches in our armor that's supposed to protect us. That's what he wants. Okay, now I'm going to take a deep breath because <laughs> I just got really riled up, y'all. 
<laughs> but like, I don't want to hear it. Like, we have to break away from traditions and what my mama said and what my daddy said. Examine those people. Do they have the fruit of the spirit? If no, disconnect. You need to cut it. Okay? Don't be afraid. You have God on your side. You're not missing out on nothing. But if you allow for these things of the world to fascinate you, you want to be connected to that so bad, you are choosing, as the scripture said, you're cutting yourself off from God. It's, it's not a devil. It's not. You're doing, you're making a choice. Whether you're actively making it or whether you're in action is making the decision. That is a decision that you're making. Okay? Choose wisely. This month has been such a blessing to me just to learn more about the armor that God has provided us and how to maintain it. And I just really pray that you guys were blessed. Continue to just pray for yourselves, pray for our nation, pray for everybody, but really, really pray for your, if you're not black and brown, pray for your black and brown brothers and sisters. We are out here struggling. There is oppression. There are things happening and you have to really, we, this is why we have to have our armor on so we can use our shields of faith to surround our brothers and sisters that are black and in the black and brown community because we need it. So until next week, I pray that y'all continue to have a blessed week. Please stay safe. Please stay vigilant. Please stay prayerful. I'll see y'all soon. Thank you for joining us for another episode of God, Goals, and Girl Talk. Email your questions to godgoalsandgirltalk at gmail.com to have them answered on the show or have a topic you'd like to hear discussed. Looking for a community of women who love God and live for the kingdom? Join our community, Hearts Over Habits, on Facebook. Like us on Instagram and check out our monthly God, Goals, and Girl Talk online events on Eventbrite. Remember, above all else, guard your heart. We'll see you next week. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.